0: So the other day I was scrolling on YouTube and just messing around really when I came across a clip of this streamer who was talking about certain songs that had become popular on TikTok and he went on to ask his friend something and it really made me think. He asked his friend, can you name something that teenage girls can be interested in without being made fun of? Now that question On the surface, you might think, of course I can, like what kind of question is that? But if you really think about it for a second, because it definitely made me stop when I heard it, if you really think about it, that's a very deep question and it doesn't have an answer. Well, on today's episode, I'm going to be looking at why that question doesn't have an answer and I'm also going to be looking at the way that teenage girls are treated by society and why it's so important to talk about it. This is Minty's Room. I'm your host, Miriam. Let's get started. So just to get a couple of brain cells going, I want you to think about how teenage girls are represented in media. When I say media, I mean TV shows and movies in particular. Think about, you know, the teenage girl character. What is she like? Because when I think of the typical teenage girl character... I instantly think of, you know, a young girl who's quite emotional, quite grumpy, closed off, um, maybe always yelling or always in her room, always on her phone, things like that, because that's the way that teenage girls are represented. This is, you know, the typical character that you'll see in a movie or a TV show, if it's a teenage girl, those are generally the character traits she'll have. And it's unfortunate, but that's the way they're represented. Now this representation comes from stereotypes that we all have regarding teenage girls. By the way, when I say teenage girls, I don't necessarily mean like 13 years old to 19 years old. When I say teenager, I'm generally talking about like the broader spectrum of young girls, so probably from around the age of like 11 or 10 to the age of 19, I'd say. But yeah, so these girls, are represented like this in media because of stereotypes that we have regarding them and then you know this representation feeds into stereotypes even more and it's just an endless cycle of you know how we view teenage girls i can safely say that is definitely a misrepresentation obviously young girls are going through changes and they can you know, come across overly emotional, but they are going through struggles that most people can't relate to. And so it's definitely unfair to represent them that way and to have those stereotypes. And these stereotypes are everywhere, by the way. So for example, I don't know if you've ever come across the situation, but I've heard it a couple of times. It's definitely not common within the more Islamic aspect of things because daughters are considered to be really special in Islam. But sometimes you'll hear people make comments about, Uh, parents that only have daughters and they'll comment on like the fact that you know it's a not a bad thing but they'll say oh I feel sorry for you all girls oh no that must be hard it must be loud in your house and things like that those kind of comments are a part of that stereotype that young girls are troublesome and loud and grumpy it just feeds into it another representation that we often get especially if you watch tv shows like riverdale or euphoria you'll see that teenage girls are extremely sexualized and obviously you know in these tv shows they're played by adult actors but if you look at the essence of the tv show the way that they portray these like high school girls is so wrong Like the very idea of it is just disgusting and the fact that these tv shows are directed by you know, fully grown male adults. It's just so weird and wrong and I can't deal with it. It's just, yeah, people don't really talk about it either, which makes it even worse. I think it makes people feel uncomfortable uh, to think about it or to talk about it. Um, But here I am anyway, this is only the tip of the iceberg as well. We could go much deeper into this topic in particular, but yeah, I'm not going to do that today so you can probably tell that teenage girls are in fact misrepresented by the media and this in turn affects society as a whole because that's just the way we're going to end up seeing them and then it could affect the girls themselves when they watch things like this they might think Is that the way I'm supposed to be? Is that what I'm going to be when I'm a little bit older? This definitely adds to the whole thing about young girls growing up too quickly, which I'm going to talk about later. But first, I want to circle back to what I mentioned right at the start, which was young girls' interests. If you can't remember the question, it was, can you name something that teenage girls can be interested in without being made fun of? Now, this question, the plain answer to it is no. Because when you really think about it, I cannot think of a single thing that a young girl can be interested in without being made fun of by people around her. For example, reading. Reading is a big one. When I was in high school I was obsessed with reading, the biggest bookworm going, and were people happy about it? No! For some reason, because I liked reading, it was considered to be nerdy and I just call myself a bookworm, but that's what people would call me. And. Yeah, it's such a normal, plain interest if you think about it, but why was I made fun of for enjoying it? I don't know. That's just the way it was. Nowadays, I would say the stigma around being a quote, bookworm isn't such a big thing anymore. Like people love reading and people openly talk about it. And I feel like it's definitely something that's more, you know, not necessarily common, but people do talk about it more, which makes me happy. Another thing that a young girl might struggle to be open about is her taste in music, and there's a good reason for that. Listen, okay, no matter what a young girl listens to, she will be made fun of for it regardless. For example, if a young girl liked listening to, I don't know, Drake, you look me in the eyes and tell me you wouldn't make fun of her for it like if you're if you say you have a little cousin or something and she you realize that she's been listening to drake or something like that you look me in the eyes and tell me you wouldn't make a comment about it or say if your young cousin or your young sister is into a boy band um back in my day (laughs) the big boy bands were you know five seconds of summer the vamps one direction and yes I did not talk about it because I knew if I ever mentioned it all my days I think at some point like when I was at my peak one direction phase people did find out and when I say people I mean like you know family or family friends and were they supportive no (laughs) um Of course they weren't but like I said if you're a younger cousin or younger sister or if you know of a young girl who who is into like boy bands I think nowadays definitely K-pop big thing in young girls. If you heard that a young girl was into it I guarantee you would probably make fun of her for it or if not make fun then you'd probably comment on it and yes that's the reason why they don't talk about what they're into. Regardless of what kind of music taste she has, whether it's rock music or jazz or classical or, you know, country music, you're probably going to make a comment about it. Moving on from that, let's talk about TV shows. If a young girl is into a TV show and she's obsessed with, you know, a certain character or she's really into a certain genre of TV shows, for example, Korean TV shows, Turkish dramas, things like that. She will probably have someone make a comment about it most likely at some point. And if a young girl is into sports, if she supports a certain football team, if she is really into, I don't know, tennis or something and she watches Wimbledon, you look me in the eye and tell me you wouldn't say anything about it because you would. And when I say you, I mean you, the listener. People comment on things like that because they feel the need to interject their opinions and make these young girls feel bad for liking things. Yes, so if a young girl is into a sports team, she most likely won't talk about it unless her family is supportive of, you know, that. And if they like the same team, maybe, I don't know. But yeah most likely she probably won't say anything. Another thing is arts and crafts. If you have a young girl who likes to knit or crochet or doodle, she likes drawing, she'll probably be made fun of for it. Dress sense. If a young girl likes wearing pink clothes flowery clothes, if a young girl prefers the more, I don't know, tomboyish style clothing, if a young girl prefers wearing sparkly hairbands and loads of clips and things like that, most likely someone will comment on it. Gaming. We all know this already, but gamer girls are heavily stigmatised and not treated well at all and made fun of for enjoying gaming. I feel like this definitely depends on what kind of environment the girl grows up in as well what kind of family she has what kind of friends she has cuz it does vary i'm sure there's plenty of like young girls who've managed to go through their lives without having anyone make fun of them for liking things but despite that there is a sort of embarrassment that comes with having these kind of enjoyments like me growing up even though i don't think my family would have like made fun of me for most of this stuff I was kind of embarrassed of liking things like Twilight and One Direction and, you know, my reading phase and things like that. So, yeah, while it does depend on, you know, family and friends, one thing for sure is that when you go on social media, you'll see people definitely 100%, 1000% making fun of, you know, young girls for liking things for example if a young girl has like a sports fan account or if she has a stan account for like a boy group on twitter or something like that she most likely will not be welcomed on the internet and she'll come across at least a one person who will make fun of her and you know bully her on the internet at some point. This is heavily researched by the way, it's not just me making things up, it's a genuine fact, like these are genuine facts and you can go on the internet and you know, research it for yourself. But yeah, I'm not just making this stuff up. Another thing that really frustrates me is the way that society views periods. I'm so annoyed at the way that people view it and the way that people talk about it because it's literally a normal bodily function that you cannot control And 50% of the population of this entire planet will either have already experienced a period, is either on their period, or will be on their period at some point in their life. It's a thing that 50% of the world will experience at some point. So why is it so stigmatized? And because of this stigmatization, young girls feel so uncomfortable when talking about their periods and most of the time they don't even know what's going on with their body they don't know why it's happening or what's happening they don't know if half the symptoms they have during their period or before their period are normal and it's just so sad to think about it but it's the reality you know it's a rough experience for most people and most people dread their period week and they dread the time before their period and the time after their period too it's just a rough time and It's so stigmatized. People call it gross. People call it disgusting. People don't want to hear you talk about it. But they'll happily make, I don't know, fart jokes and all that crap. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And it frustrates me. It annoys me so badly. But that's coming from me. A 20-year-old woman who has experienced her period for eight years of her life now. Think about how a young girl would feel when she hears someone saying that they don't want to hear about her period because it sounds gross. Like, that must be so mentally traumatizing. It's a normal bodily function. And if a young girl has questions, they should be answered. If a young girl wants to talk about what kind of pain she's in, people should listen. And here's another thing I have a problem with. And I do admit that this thing that I'm about to say is quite controversial and I understand why someone might disagree with me but I'm gonna say it anyway. The idea that young girls don't know about their periods until they turn about 11 or 12 either through you know their parents or through school or through their friends someone might tell them around that age the idea that you just don't know about it until you know it's about to happen to you it's kind of sad. <laughs> I would say a lot of people might argue with me and say oh no you don't need to know though and then I would argue back and say but why not it's a normal bodily function it's gonna happen to you from that age for the rest of your life why do you not know about it until you know it could happen to you any day in my opinion it should be something that you just know about the same way that you know that you know human beings have to go to the toilet it should just be a normal thing that you just know and you know it's going to happen at some point in your life. It shouldn't be something that you know you have a talk about. It should be something that you just already know. And I think that would probably make it easier for a young girl as well. That's just the way it is and I can guarantee 100% that when I check my retention stats for this episode there will be a significant drop in this section because I guarantee you someone will have forwarded the part where I'm talking about periods because they don't want to hear about it and that's just the way it is. A lot of the time as well it's not just like you know the other gender that have a problem with periods it's women as well, that don't like to talk about it. I remember back in high school, like, I went to an all-girls school, but we even had a code name for being on your period, and for asking your friend for a pad, like, we had a code name. It was an all-girls school, by the way, with all women teachers. Why would we need a code name? I don't know, we just did. So yeah, from all of that, again, this is just the tip of the iceberg, by the way, you can tell that growing up in a society is not easy for a young girl, and then all of that paired with all the other changes you're going through, like all the hormonal and emotional, you know, changes that are happening. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's kind of understandable why, you know, young girls might be perceived as over emotional because they're going through a lot. And then there's social media. And here's my hot take on this, right? I think that young girls shouldn't be on social media, mainly because Of what they're gonna see on there. They're gonna see a lot of things that are gonna affect them mentally and, you know, change the way they perceive themselves. And I don't like the idea of a young girl having to do that. In my opinion, social media, particularly the visual platforms like Instagram and TikTok, it can be so harmful for a young girl because most of the time, young girls don't really have a perception of how they look. Like, you know, they don't really have insecurities. I think the insecurities come from when they see what other people look like, when they see how other people view their insecurities. And then when you hear about how someone else feels about their body, you're kind of like, oh, should I feel the same way? When I say young girls, I'm talking like 10 year olds, 11 year olds, 12 year olds. I don't think that they should ever have to feel insecure about anything, but the sad reality is they do. If you look up on YouTube, you know, young girls talking about body image, you'll find loads of videos of, young girls are just so young but they have insecurities and they'll talk about things that you know maybe we might struggle with and we're a bit older and it's just so sad to see but most of these insecurities come from social media and obviously I can safely say that I know that things on social media aren't usually real most of it has been filtered and edited and just made to look aesthetically pleasing but a young girl who looks on social media won't know that and you know they can end up with having a distorted body image, and it can just really affect them. I was talking about this with someone the other day, um, about how it feels like young girls nowadays grow up too quickly, and it's mainly because it feels like they skip that stage where, you know, they're just, they just enjoy being young girls. So, you know, when I was younger, my favourite things were clairs and funky lip balms and I don't know, blooming bows. I used to put bows in my hijab and things like that. And yes, it does feel like young girls are skipping that awkward phase, but that's definitely because of the exposure to social media and the way that they perceive themselves is different. They want to, you know, start wearing makeup and they want to start, you know, dressing the way that older girls do and it's because of what they see on there. This is definitely a society problem because You know, insecurities in young girls are first of all emphasised, then they're exploited and then they're capitalised and yeah, it's just a big money making scheme basically and at the end of the day, who's the one suffering because of it? It's the young girls of today and it really doesn't help that when you're growing up people will make jokes about you know you growing up they'll make jokes about if you look different if you have a bit of facial hair if you have an interesting dress sense if you're into your boy band if you're a little bit quieter than you used to be people make jokes about it and it doesn't help and it just makes the insecurities worse I will say that it's not always the case. I do feel like nowadays there's a lot more support for young girls. There's a bit more awareness of, you know, what they might be going through and the different mental health issues that they might have while growing up as well. But at the same time, people still have stereotypes and people still make jokes. And if we don't break the cycle, I feel like it will carry on going. But as a Muslim woman, I know that Islam definitely has a big emphasis on the preciousness of young girls. There's a big emphasis on, you know, the importance of having daughters. Like, there's a lot of hadith about how, you know, having daughters is a gateway to Jannah for a father. Um, you know, if you raise them well and you protect them, it's a key to heaven. And I think that's such a beautiful concept. I mean, Islam was revealed during a time when having a daughter was seen as something bad and people would bury their daughters alive, um, you know, because of the shame of having a daughter. And then, you know, Islam came and just made it seem like it was such a precious thing to have a daughter. And I think that's so beautiful. I think people definitely mix Islam and culture too much because the concept and the you know the stigma around daughters comes from culture, not from Islam. It comes from culture and the way that people mistreat their daughters that comes from culture and personal choices, but mainly culture. So yeah, long story short, it's a tough time to be a young girl, um, especially growing up in this society and. As someone who's on the other end of it, someone who's fully grown and perfectly comfortable in being a woman, I have to say that I do feel a responsibility, I guess, to help young girls and to make them feel more comfortable with who they are and more comfortable with their interests and their hobbies and just in their personalities as well and I do hope that after listening to this you feel the same way whether you're a guy or a girl I hope that you can view teenage girls differently if you are a teenage girl I want you to know that we're here for you and it does get better at some point um but yeah everyone else is listening I really hope that you've learned something from this and that you can you know provide more support to the other young girls in your life and maybe this gave you a good insight as to what young girls are thinking um but yeah I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode it was again a bit of a rant um but I really enjoyed talking about it and I hope you learned something today if you don't already please follow me on whatever platform you're currently listening to me on just so that you can be notified whenever I post. Um, if you want to contact me you can do so by emailing me room at gmail.com or you can find me on twitter at Minties room. That's the end of today's episode and I'll see you in the next one inshallah. Assalamualaikum and goodbye.